Hello and welcome to Somos Padres, a podcast dedicated to the constant development of our parenting and ourselves. We are your hosts, Paulo and Yesenia. Thanks for joining us as we share our parenting experiences rooted within the context of our own life journey. In that spirit, we will also be sharing parenting information and the stories of mothers and padres out there who have embraced their own personal evolution as the greatest gift of parenthood. Here we go. Welcome back, everybody. Hi, welcome back and welcome to any new listeners that we might have. Yes, we might have quite a few listeners. Yes. So I think today what we want to do is really talk about, in some way, marriage. Um, but mostly, uh, I want to interview you, Paolo. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's what we're going to do today. Sounds um, And exciting. to give... <laughs> you sound so excited. Um <laughs> But to give people a backstory, yesterday we actually um, went to spend some time with Lily Rowe Hernandez, uh, who's a photographer and blogger. She also has uh, a blog, Team Married, and she asked if we would um, be open to being interviewed about our marriage. Yes, I actually, I was a little bit nervous. Not so much nervous, but I'm not. Yeah, you were nervous. I was. I was? Yeah, you. Yes, I was because, yeah, as a guy, I was like, ooh, an interview about marriage and a relationship. (laughs) Yeah. It's like kind of interesting. But I actually enjoyed the the talk. As we were being interviewed, I think we both um, were, we were just having these like aha moments. Yes, because I I haven't actually thought about like um, us and our story. Yes, we had to like tell her our story and then after that, like to try to bring out, I don't know, some wisdom, some words of that we can pass on to, to other marriages or other partnerships. And and it's not that we're perfect, okay? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> not um, at all. But uh, I don't think we'd given that kind of stuff uh, enough thought. And I remember there was this one moment um that has happened a lot which we were talking about this before we started you asked me like do people ever give us or give me feedback on the podcast and i was like yeah you know what's interesting is i don't get this so much over the dms on instagram but i get this a lot when i meet people in person Mm -hmm. at different events and stuff i have a lot of people that relate so much when we talk about the disagreements we have and, you know, our little tiffs that we have. And they always tell me like how impressed they are with you and how you will come around and how you express your feelings or your thoughts and your ability to process, which maybe they don't have that yet with their partners. So, um, and when we were talking yesterday, that came up too. It was like, I think Lily asked you, like, have you always been this way? Right? No. And it was like, mm-hmm. no, you were like, no way, no, right? There's no way. No. And so I think that's what we want to talk about today. Like, how did you get here? How did you become this husband, this guy that just is now more reflective and I don't know, more patient 
and I don't know, más comprensivo. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But more understanding. More understanding, and um, it just feels like more of a partnership between us. I don't know. We've just like gotten to this point where this is just part of how we do marriage, right? Yeah, that's it's. How did I get here? That's I don't a really know, but, good question. But I guess we're gonna try and figure that out today for the listeners. Because um, I get this question a lot. How do I get my husband on board? How do I get my husband to um, to change and all these things? So um, I think we're going we're gonna to go through your story and see if we come up with some good advice or some good tips or some good um, ways of thinking about this um, for everybody out there. Um, I, but we will say before we start that there is no... Um, there is no changing someone that doesn't want to change. Everybody's on their path. Everybody's on their process. But, so there's, yeah, but and I believe that nobody can change anybody. Right, right. So it's not like we're going to give anybody any magic uh, pill here. I think we're just going to share your no, experience. And, it, and, and this is something that I love about our podcast is that mm-hmm. we never tell people the how. Because there is no how. Personally, I believe there is no how. Yeah, there's no how to. How to. There's no magic. No, there's nothing I can tell you. That is going to, yeah, that, that I can tell you how to solve your problems. No, that one per, the people that can, uh, that know how to solve problems, it has to be you. You are the one that has to come up with solutions because every life is different and every life is unique. Yeah. And we, and we respect that. Yeah. So to give people background, how were you raised? Oh, uh, I mean, people have probably heard this back if you listen to our very first episode, which I think we talked about this. But um, how were you raised? Like, what were you like when we met, I guess, going back? Well, I, I come from a very traditional Mexican family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My dad was very strict. Mm-hmm. My mom was uh, very calm and soft and uh, understanding. Mm-hmm. And uh, I grew up with the idea that men, have, they have to be tough. They have to be tough. Men don't cry. And men need to suck their feelings. Uh, and men don't share feelings. Mm-hmm. And that's how I grew up. That's 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 what I saw in, in, in my family. Would you say it's like the typical machista? Household? I would say machista. Yeah, I would say my dad may not consider himself machista. but Anymore. Anymore. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he, he always showed that aspect. Of, mm-hmm. the, of the machismo mm-hmm. aspect. Mm-hmm. And uh, I grew up also with uh, you are in command of your family. Mm-hmm. The, the man. The man. The man is in command of the family. The man, yeah, he has the final say in a relationship mm-hmm. and in marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I grew up with that mentality. Yeah, he definitely made all the decisions, had all the money. Yes, I... Just a very traditional... Your mom never learned to drive, so then she was also... my mom never learned to drive. Yeah, so just, you know, just this typical, um, I guess, Mexican... That you're responsible for the household, yeah. Yes. For the... Yeah, providing. Providing Mm -hmm. to the family. You're the one that needs to work, and and obviously the, the women need to stay at home and be responsible for whatever happens in the home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then we met. What were you like when we met? Uh, what would you say? For me, I, I I don't know, but I think I've been charismatic. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yes, a sense of charisma. Very, yeah, you're very charismatic. Uh, I think, yeah, I have a sense of charisma. Uh, I actually like 
for most of my life, I, mm -hmm. I've always, up to even now, I've always feel that there is something more. Mm -hmm. There is more to life. Yes, but we, well, I, I think we both always had that, right? But I mean, like, what were you like uh, in terms of how did you handle problems back then? What were you like in oh, terms no, of, like, uh, yeah. in relationship, no, like, you and I? You know, like, yes, you, um, what attracted me to you was you were so smart and um, so nice and funny i don't know we could we had that um connection of just being able to talk you know endless like there was never enough time we could just chat and talk about lots of things yes we did that a lot yeah yeah always. yeah i mean just all kinds of topics because we were both i don't know and i was really shy that. to tell the truth you were and but so was i yeah yeah we were both we're both introverts i'm still shy yes we, we both are Mm -hmm. So I mean, um, we connected on all those on all those levels, but then um, you know when when it came to disagreements for the for me that my ideology was still the same. I'm like mm -hmm. I I need to I'm I'm the one that has the final say. Mm -hmm. I need to be right. Whatever disagreement it is, I need to prove my point. Yes. Yeah, uh, to prove my point a uh, point at all costs. Even mm -hmm. if, it, if it meant to hurt your feelings. Yes. I I came to understand that for you, it was like, um, like I knew that you felt you were losing when you had to like, como dicen este, uh, hit below the belt. Like you just, you were just like, okay, now I'm just going to say whatever I need to say to like hurt your feelings or just, you know, like, I don't know, just to shut you up. Yeah, because I it's uh, it was so ingrained within myself mm -hmm. that the way you make people learn, make people learn, is by mm -hmm. teaching them a lesson. Yes, you would do that all the time. Yes, I have to teach you a lesson. I have to teach you a lesson so that you learn. Yeah, because growing up as a kid, that was that, that was the how you learn. Like I said, te quite here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you will learn, um, yeah, trial and error, but you will pay up a price. Yes. <laughs> so it was like, besides, I will insult you. Yeah, besides feeling hurt uh, hurt, and all that, mm -hmm. you ha had to pay also the, the price of just making you less. Yes. Putting you down to the lowest level possible. Uh, but what, what, with one thing, I've, I, I've never insulted anybody with words. It's just not me. Yeah. I don't curse. It's no, just no, not, no. No. You don't curse. No, I don't. It's just, it's not just... That's not just me. That's not me. Yes. You yeah. didn't curse. You didn't get violent. It's, no, you know, not none of that. No, no violent. No, no. But it was just like, like you would just throw shade. And you yeah, would find shame. like, yeah. like just shame you. Shame you. Yeah. Just, uh, oh, I'm so good. I'm still really good at it. I you think. are. You're <laughs> incredibly good at it. Um, At finding that one thing. So for, I expert. was like such an easy target. You would just be like, oh yeah, well at least I didn't, I didn't like run up a credit card. You know, you would always throw my spending at me. And it's then it was like, just uh, like, oh. No, to tell the truth, is that, like okay. I always carry like a bag full of uh, full of stuff mm -hmm. from the past mm -hmm. that I can use at any time. Yeah. Whenever the argument ar arises, mm -hmm. that I could actually use and just hurt you. Here. Yes. You speak right. Here you go. This is what you yeah, did. Yeah, but remember that one time you did uh -huh. this? Here you go. Boom. 
Yes, and you would just lay it, you know. And the thing is, like, uh, I felt a sense of uh, pride. Yeah, like, <laughs> look at that. I took her down. Yes, I'm like, I wow, won. I'm in control. I'm empowered. Yes. Uh, because being in control and being empowered meant everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember in those moments, I would just be like, like, when you would go to those places and just say the meanest thing you could think of, like, I literally had to stop. I couldn't go on because I just wanted to cry. So it was like, okay, now I now I need to go cry. So I lost or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and and then you, you know, and then you would have won. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and that was like, was uh, yeah, and I was like, okay, I accomplished my thing, but I. And that was that was kind of how it thing. went in the beginning. Yeah, that was the beginning and, uh, of our marriage. But to tell you the truth, it is that sense of satisfaction that is just not real. It's not authentic mm-hmm. because there is that emptiness still inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even when I I felt I won the argument or the arguments, mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a sense of fake satisfaction mm-hmm. i don't know how, how else to say it but there's an emptiness there's still the void there's still there and i believe in time it's just like oh this is just becoming old <laughs> it does and see i'm getting all emotional now because i think that yeah you won all those times but every single one of those like arguments and every single one of those times it's like um it's like an accumulation you know they they start accumulating and yeah we would come around and you you know you uh we would make up whatever that meant Mm -hmm. but i do think that when you do that there's a loss of trust there's a loss of no this is something that i I, connection There is a, a something that I didn't realize back then. It yeah. was like, yes, I'm winning. I won the argument, but at what cost? Yeah. At what cost? Not to me, to you and to a relationship. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, even now, I think that we see the effects of that in our relationship that maybe we haven't fully healed and fully like, no there's still a lot of you know, yeah some aspects of a relationship and even yeah. when you were talking about it, even you know spending this time right now to talk about these moments it's like yeah that i think and you tell me this all the time like you're like oh like you're so beautiful or whatever you give me a compliment it's so hard for me to take it mm-hmm. because i'm like oh but when you're mad at me like i believe that when you would say those things, I would believe them. Mm-hmm. And so, how can you believe that? And then also, like, oh, but you're so beautiful, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I think that's why it's so hard for me to accept the compliments now. Mm-hmm. Because of, uh, yeah. Because of our past, yeah. And um, and that's something that you just, like, it arises. It arises. And that, that, that hurt, that pain... It arises sometimes in our relationship. Yeah, I mean, you have to like and I have feel to, those things. Yes, and, and I have to accept it that, yeah, in a lot of aspects, I, yeah, yeah, I created that pain. Now mm-hmm. it manifests within you, mm-hmm. and then I have to own it. I have mm-hmm. to just own it and see that that's like the, the karmatic cycle. 
<laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. But um but getting back, um what helped you change that? Because okay, like that was that was the beginning of a relationship and it took us a long time to get past you know those moments. Right. Yeah, because I remember you telling me, uh, telling me, Paolo, I don't think another, not any other girl will actually be able to withstand all this. Mm-hmm. Some more like uh, women that actually knew themselves, they were just left me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know that I said that, or maybe I did, but I think I just started to tell you, like, I, I don't know how long I'll go on like that. But you, yeah, yeah, at one point, but you, know, you told me that, yeah. I mean, I love you and all, but. Yeah. You know, I know I'm no like, you know, piece of cake either, but um, like, I don't know how long, like, I don't want to be here 10 years down the road and we're still having like this stuff. Can you, you know? remind me? Because obviously, yeah, can you remind me like a specific examples where I actually hurt you the most? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Because I remember I was so, I was mean even before having kids. I'll tell you why. Why do you want to have kids so soon? You're gonna be a terrible mom. <laughs> See it here. I I even predict the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that I could actually predict the future uh, future mm-hmm. based on uh, people uh, people's behavior. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gosh, you're gonna really? be a terrible did you, mom. Did you tell me I was gonna be a terrible? You probably did. Yes. I was just thinking about this, like how you and I would have arguments, right? Mm-hmm. And then you would just like you know, say something like really mean, right? To make you feel bad? To make me feel bad. And then we would go to bed like that. Yeah. You know, so that whole rule about like, don't go to bed angry. Like, yeah, we did not follow that one. And so I'd go to bed crying or whatever. And then I would wake up and you would have sent me a text message. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like, you know, instead of being a text message of, Oh, I'm so sorry, honey. Blah blah blah. No, it was like, it was just like a horrible, hor- like even like you just poured all of your venom yeah, it, into this. Text I have message. to give the the death blow, you know. Yes. Yeah, you're on the floor now. I have to use like completely make sure that you're down. <laughs> yes, it was like <laughs> no estaba satisfecho. You I were just satisfied. not satisfied. No. Until you fucking like, oh, just you and know, because like, for me that's the coming. Uh, it was until the, you got it all out. Yeah, it all was the rage. culminating moment of letting go of every all my rage into just one low blow, one just like one the lowest stuff that I can actually do. Before it was text messaging, it was emails. Like yeah, before just, text messaging, it was emails. Oh my god, you would just send these like horrible. And honestly, I, I just stopped i it was such a trigger for me mm-hmm. receiving a text message for you from you or an email it became like like oh my i'd be so afraid to open it yeah you told me yeah like, you told oh me oh my god oh a few years god, after paulo uh, i'm like even now scared of opening up an email or a text message oh yeah especially after we've had any kind of disagreement disagreement oh oh my god i'm pretty sure if we do a search with they're still there oh do you think you started to change or i mean we're always changing we're always we're changing always changing i think it, it just takes time and reflection Mm-hmm. maturity yeah uh so i believe for me i actually do believe that by the by the time i was 26 26 yeah we were just like two years into a marriage 
you started to change. I started to use see the world in from a different lens. Not so much, no, not so different. Mm-hmm. But I started to ask questions, like, oh, what is the purpose of this? Being married is just it's a struggle. Mm-hmm. And is there something I can do so that we Im- improve myself? Mm-hmm. And at the same time, yeah, if I improve myself, I started that question. But you know that the change starts within within inside of each one of us. Mm-hmm. It's just I cannot force you to. I just cannot force you to become something you're not because that's not how it happens. Right. Yeah. It it it's, it, it does. It didn't happen overnight. Yeah. But at age twenty six, I started to see. Life and a, and a diff- through a different lens. Well, what happened at 26? I don't even remember 26. I do remember 26. Yeah, see, I don't yeah. remember anything until like 33. To me, it's 33. And 33 it was, was like, year, uh, but... yeah, and I, I believe it had to do with also my career. Mm-hmm. My career was like, what the heck? This teaching thing it might not work. It's too difficult. It's so difficult being a teacher. And I started this like... Um, I went all the way to the bottom, I believe. So, like you were like, like really sad, really. I was, yeah, no, not depressed, but I was sad. So Mm -hmm. I was sad. Like computer science didn't work out for me because I didn't like it. I really, really didn't enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Now the teaching is just like now, now what? I don't like it anymore. So now you felt like a failure. Yeah, complete failure. I'm like, if I don't do teaching, what is what is what's next? Mm-hmm. What is next? And mm-hmm. I couldn't find something that I'm in re- I was really passionate about mm-hmm. that made uh, made me feel alive. Mm-hmm. Because the first years of teaching are just terrible, really hard, really really hard. Yeah, yeah. You don't know what you're doing and why you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and and that forced me to start asking questions. Mm-hmm. What is it? What is it that I need so that I can move forward? Not just in the, my career, but also at home. Yeah, because they are the money arguments in the car. Yeah, they were just getting old. At least once a month. Yeah, when we would when we would uh, drive home. Yeah, up to visit our family. Mm-hmm. Um, so was there like, I don't know. I mean, I think that you and I have always had a pretty good like reflective process. Like even when we would fight, you know, mm-hmm. um, we would always come around and come back and do some reflection on it i feel like we've always kind of been like that yeah you know and you know what because um for me i i, I always admire the way you think mm-hmm. yeah even uh even though with uh it's not well who's what is perfect yeah mm-hmm. but uh, the thing that attracts me the most is the way you see the world and how you start uh, asking questions mm-hmm. of how things can be different and not mm-hmm. different for the worst, like just, just different. How yeah, we would be? always do that on our anniversary. Yeah, when we would go out to dinner, mm-hmm. we'd always have this conversation about, okay, so where are the places where we need to change? What's working? What's not working? Yeah, what's working? What's exactly being really honest? Yeah, with each other. Yeah, I- even though I, 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 I with, uh, withheld a lot of emotions and feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I never share with you. Yeah, yeah. because well, I need to be a tough guy. Right. <laughs> I needed to be a tough guy. So when did you feel like okay, like I can, I can start to share my feelings? I think when Palito was born. Mm-hmm. Now I'm talking about like 2008. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When Palito was born, I'm like, ooh, 
I'm not only now responsible for myself, I'm, I'm now responsible for um, a life, mm-hmm. a new life. Mm-hmm. And that, and Paolo just that, uh, yeah, just completely changed that. Uh, helped me propel. Yeah, I think it like moved us faster. Move us faster into, into uh, uh, um, yeah, asking deeper questions now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> deeper questions not about the world, but want, about myself. Mm-hmm. It's just like, whoa, now you're responsible for this life. And even back then, I had like this vision, this vision for uh, Paulito, for mm-hmm. Paulo Jr., yeah. So I'm like, oh, no, he's he is going to be, look, I already had like plans for, for him. He's going to be the best version of myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in order for him to be the best uh, best ver- version of myself, I'm like, wow, how can how can I how can I do that if I'm not being the best version that I can possibly be? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, I I'm going to be I I need to be the best role model possible because now teaching was now it was made me ask the, also those questions as well. Mm-hmm. It's just like damn. I have to uh, in the classroom. I have to be the best, the best role model that I can be for my students. And now I was like, now at home, I have to be the best version, not just of the teacher, but now a dad combined. Yeah. But and, were there the things that changed that helped you do that? Because I feel like you're talking a lot about like bigger things, but what happened? Like, was there a change in? Where you worked, was that a change? Did that help you change? Did you, did you like read a certain book? Did you watch a, sh- like what were your habits? What were the things that helped you change? What were the things that woke you up in a way and it, it to was, help no, you? No, and, and I have to be honest, it wasn't so much me. It was also about you, the things that you started doing, different mm-hmm. things. Uh you started like watching Oprah and sharing all this information, and I was just asking you questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was it. Can, it wasn't one specific thing. There's no magic one. Well, I know, but you know, when I think about your life too, I just think I wonder. You know, obviously, the beginning of your teaching career was um, um, with LAUSD, and then uh, and then afterwards with Animo. And did that different philosophy that was the founding philosophy, did it, you know, also help you? Like you were maybe more in alignment. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying to think to give people a sense of your evolution too. It's not just me. It's not, you know, because you're talking Mm -hmm. over here about 26, 27. I mean, I'm telling you, for me, change didn't really start to like 33. To me, that's what it feels like. Well, if you, it all depends on the kind of change you're talking about. I'm talking about like the first stages of becoming somebody else mm-hmm. by reflection and asking questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The big change doesn't happen overnight. You no, say it like, doesn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's like some years that you actually Im- improve yourself a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's going to be those years that you will go, whoa, yeah. Like mm-hmm. especially for me, I can tell you right now that... One of the, yeah, one of the mo- most important years for me has been this year mm-hmm. because of the things that I'm doing. Yeah, I've I've now to the point that I I've started to see the world completely different, completely different, and I believe that this coming new year is gonna be even 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 more. Yeah, because yeah. I I mean I think maybe people don't know like 
you started running marathons. Like who does that? You completely changed even like how we eat. Yeah, because you know all yeah. these things. Where did that all? I didn't it, tell you to run. If I tell, uh, I didn't like. That's why I was telling you it was a combination. Whether it started changing, mm-hmm. it was a combination of everything. My career, Paulito. Now uh, at home, self care. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa! If I look at pictures from 2010, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> 2010, I was at my heaviest. We both look like we were pregnant. <laughs> yeah, I look. Yeah, I look like. Yeah, I look like baby Trump. Yeah. <laughs> I was completely just got, oh yeah, out of proportion from my from my body and yeah, and, and shape and weight, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you weren't feeling good about yourself, you were also eating. Well, obviously. I was eating. I yeah, was like stressed. We I was stressed at work. Stress. Some uh, yeah, some arguments at home and all that. It would cause me just to eat, and I was eating and really eating and really and really bad. <laughs> and I no, and I was eating meat. Oh, Every day, even three times a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not that meat is bad, but no, <laughs> everything in in in, uh, in everything when you view in, something mm-hmm. in great quantities is gonna have an effect. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think you're right. I mean, there is no like one moment when you had some epiphany and things changed. It was like everything was just for coming. some. Yeah, for some people, there's Eventually. an event like a really uh, traumatic event or eye-opening wakes event up. that wakes you up. Mm-hmm. But for me, it has been slow. Yeah. It's been slow, one thing at a time, and another thing, and another thing, and another thing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and also, because, yeah, it's, it's work life, home life, all that. Yeah. It's all connected. Family life, spiritual mm-hmm. life is all connected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's all, like, slowly um, impacting each you know each other mm-hmm. and and i guess the thing to say is and maybe what helped you was um it was your openness at the end of the day are you open i was yeah i'm a person that is open open yeah. to other possibilities other perspectives or, yeah other possibilities other perspectives other uh other ways to see the world and i have to and you're, you're like and i said this in the interview yesterday it was like, I think what helped us was that you were, at the end of the day, you're very reasonable. Like, yeah, I just had to figure out that with you, because of, you know, everything you explained about how you grew up and all these things, um, I knew that I couldn't go to you and be like, oh, Paulo, let's do this. Or, you know, try to push an idea on you. Um, if I came and I said, oh, Paulo, like I heard this, like you would have been immediately your response. I already knew was going to be explosive and, you know, just like breaking it down and almost like, oh, yeah, that's so dumb. Like, like you would just, you know, and I don't know, you have this thing about like, you know, better and you're smarter than whatever that thing was and whoever said that and all that, you know, that would come up. But I would just, in my mind, I would just plant the seed. I would just tell you, okay, and then I'd walk away. And then, you know, a day or two later, you'd come back and you'd be like, you know, I was thinking and I heard this thing. And you would come around to it, you mm-hmm. know? And I just learned that about you. Like, yeah, you you weren't gonna, you know, see it right away, but you were reasonable enough that you would come around and be yeah, like, Yeah, and, and I will say it's mm. not that I'm reasonable. I'm really curious. Okay. I'm really curious. If you could tell me something, a specific topic that I don't know about, 
Oh, no. Well, I'll go in, in, in researching. <laughs> well, first you'll act like you're the expert of it. Yeah. And then you'll go yeah. research For it. For me, I, I, yeah. That's that's me. I always feel like oh, I know maybe. everything. Yeah, I wonder yeah, where you yeah, get I know that. that. I don't know. And, uh, and I know a lot of things because I read, I tend to read a lot of articles. You do. You do know yeah. a lot of stuff. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. I... You know what? And uh, I started, it's just, it, it, it's reflection. Mm-hmm. The one thing that you can tell me what caused you to uh, slowly change into this persona that you are right now, it was just reflecting. What's working? What's not working? What can you do better? What are the things that, ma- that make you feel alive? Mm-hmm. And if nothing makes you feel alive, what can you do to find those things that will make you feel alive? Yeah. And it was the trial and, and yeah, trial and error at the beginning. Oh yeah, let's change from what what I eat to exercise to a plan differently from my uh, teaching things like that. Yeah, I think you just started to change. Yeah, and also I I've never to tell you the truth I never let go of my spiritual sign. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's the foundation. Mm-hmm. If you're uh, yeah, for me it wasn't religion. Because mm-hmm. yeah, it's, I'm, I can I can consider myself Catholic, mm-hmm. but I don't practice it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't religion, but it is. I always have this this connection to the what is in which I mean God. Mm-hmm. I've I've never stopped praying. I always have like this communication mm-hmm. to God because I believe in a God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I think that that's that, that's how, that's what carried you. That carried me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, that's what carried me. Yeah, and uh, and and I will say that now that I am this person that I, I, that is always evolving in mm-hmm. constant change, and it, I, I owe it a lot a lot of it to my spirituality, spirituality, mm-hmm. and also your evolution, mm-hmm. because now you started asking questions for yourself. Yeah, planting seeds in me, mm-hmm. and and through reflection, I needed to just I realized that I needed to bring down these walls mm-hmm. that were around me, this older ideology that wasn't taking me anywhere. Mm-hmm. Because I'm yeah, I came to the point if what I do is so important for all children because what I do matters, what I say matters. Because if I don't change into into the best version of myself, my children are going to replicate those same aspects of me. The same patterns. The same patterns. Yes, they're their own, their own persona and everything, but a lot of, there's a lot of genes in there. Yeah, just yeah. like you were carrying yeah. on the patterns mm-hmm. of your. And it's not like it's parents. it is bad. It's just the realization that change is continuous, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. And then when you bring the spiritual aspect, the love aspect, and and asking what is the purpose of what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. Is my decisions based on fear or my decisions are based on understanding and love? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that has carried me to the person that I am today. So if there's um, men listening, husbands listening... Do you have like a message for them? Like, do you th- are there any words that you think, um, looking back, would have helped you to hear? Oh I yeah, know. I wish, but back then it's just like no, not not back then. It's, it has been all the time for many. So difficult to talk about this. And I will tell the to men out there, you just like 
be have a relationship of for growth. Mm-hmm. Have a relationship for growth because if not, you're gonna just um with your a partner, significant other, uh, spouse, you're gonna be just like uh, pulling each other farther and farther apart with every single argument, especially mm-hmm. if both of you want. What would you say to your younger self? What would you say to the Paolo that hasn't changed yet? What would you say to that Paolo to help accelerate his change? Or what would you say to any guy who's resisting, you know, change, I guess, in marriage, who's like a a machista or, you know, just stuck in that where you were? Just asking the question of what is it that you're trying to achieve? Mm-hmm. What is your objective? Is your objective to be right? Right about what? Win? Win what? Do you want your relationship with your significant other to be better? So what uh, What can you do differently? What are you willing to give up? What are you willing to give up? In the sense of uh, pride, you know what? Yeah. Bring that, 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 that shield of uh, the pride. Proudful guy, machista, just bring it down. Because if you start understanding that, if you have the best intentions for your spouse and all that, the best, then both of you are going to flourish together. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. What would you say to the wives out there? Another question. What would you say to the wives or the partners out there? who want their man to change and or their partner to change and it's not happening? Well, I would say you just be patient. Be patient and strive to be the best of who you are. And eventually if your partner <laughs> doesn't want uh, to actually like uh, continue to his growth, it's just like just the best that you can be and see what happens. Yeah. Because there's going to be a high probability that he's going to start asking you, ooh, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. What are you reading? What are you listening to? Yeah. Yeah. And and, and you and that's when, yeah. And that's when that's the magic when, can happen. That, that's when the magic can happen. It can yeah. happen or put you each other farther apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it, guys. I hope and we hope that this interview has been helpful to you i know just even for us i don't think we i don't think you had ever really stopped to think about like how yeah, no, did i get here no I, I you know what i tend to reflect but reflect on me and the things mm-hmm. yeah but in an interview like this yeah it's just like going back so far mm-hmm. it's just like wow where did this happen yeah it's it's hard yeah yeah yeah, yeah but as i said it has it hasn't been one thing it has been in a, a an accumulation of many things. Yeah. What I really heard you say is is that is that it wasn't one moment. It mm-hmm. wasn't one thing. It's just I think at the end of the day, what it what it is is that you have this openness. Yes, I am open. You and have I'm this curious. openness, this curiousness, this desire to be um an amazing human being and an amazing father, an amazing husband, and that just keeps pushing you forward. You just keep uh, staying open to opportunities, yes. to learning, to growing, um, and over time, you know, we're just we're just becoming better and versions. Something that just came to my mind. I have to thank you, thank mm-hmm. you for giving me my space, mm-hmm. my freedom to also work on my things. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I so thank you so much. Aww. Because at the end of the day, we still hold our personal space and we respect that. Yeah. Yeah. In the same way, I respect yours. Oh, well, that's it, guys. We're going to end it there. We will see you guys next time for the next episode. Ciao. Ciao. Hasta la próxima. Hi. If you like this podcast, please share it with your friends and family. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and please leave a review. It is a super, super important in order to help spread the message. You can follow us, our parents, on Instagram at iam.isenia at palomenchaka and at somos.bardres. You can also subscribe to their newsletter on their website at somos-fathers.com. Gracias!